0: Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number fifty two of Amber on Podcasts. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. For your weekly dose of valuable solutions, And tools to help you lead a more joyful, more informed, and more meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good. And I would love to have you join me. This week, we are tackling a topic that I have struggled with. I always wanted to be a leader, be the boss make big decisions that impact people and impact business. I saw it in movies and on television shows how amazing this looked to be in control, to have power and employees and vendors and business lunches. This was the mecca to be the boss and be the one person with enough experience and courage to stand up and make decisions and lead. No one told me about the fear, the pain, the frustration, the stress, the loneliness, the regret. No one told me what to expect when i achieved my lifelong dream of becoming a leader no one told me how hard it would be and how much help i would need and i failed i i failed a few times because i was not prepared oh man oh man did i make a lot of mistakes i made i made a short list to share with you i Be mindful that that this isn't a complete list of all my mistakes Um, that would take far too long, but this gives you a good representation of my struggles. My first mistake as a leader was that I thought I knew the right way, always. I came into work situations where I was told that there was a broken process or product and I was the one to fix it. I was the one with the answers. While I I might have had some answers, I don't have all of the answers. And when I went into the situation thinking that I was the one with the answers, I was dismissive and I overlooked other valid contributions and concerns and people. This was wrong and I suffered for it. People disliked me. I made mistakes and I learned the hard way. The second mistake that I made as a leader was I didn't reach out and make friends in the company. I was standoffish and blase, kind but dismissive, always seeming too busy or too important. Now, I, I didn't do this maliciously. I wasn't trying to seem snobbish. I was truly busy and I truly was concerned about the work I was performing. But that is no way to lead. As you will learn shortly, the best leaders make friends easily and maintain good relationships. After making some enemies, I learned this the hard way too. The last item on my list of leadership mistakes is I was always excited to be in charge, but I had no idea that I would need more tools and I would need a place to go and get those tools. I made the mistake of thinking that I had, that I already had all the tools I needed because I had already arrived. What I didn't know is that I will never arrive. You will never arrive. We are never done learning or growing. There is no finish line. There is always more insight and perspective to be had. And the moment you let your ego run your brain is the moment you stop learning. I suffered from this. I let my ego run my brain too many times. I don't want that fate for you, friend. I want you to be prepared and ready for leadership and for life. I want you to have better results than I did. Today, we are talking about leadership from the master of all leadership, Mr. John Maxwell. So let's start the show. Maybe you have heard of John Maxwell. He has been working in personal development for a few decades, and his books and speeches are world-renowned. He is hugely popular and has built his empire by focusing on four key areas of life. These four key areas have been the focus of all 81 of the books that John Maxwell has published. These four key areas of life have led to millions of books sold and countless lives changed. What are these four key areas? Number one, relationships, because you have to like people and people have to like you. Number two is attitude. You got to be able to overcome adversity and difficulties. An attitude only shows up on the bad days, not the good days. Everybody has a good attitude in good times. The third area is how to train and develop other people, how to develop teams, because that is the only way that you can compound time, money, energy, and influence. And the other key area, the fourth and final key area that John Maxwell talks about and writes about is our topic today. How to lead well so that you can influence people in a positive way and make a difference in their lives. John Maxwell says that these four will help people get better no matter what they do. You see, by the time I was aware of my leadership mistakes, it was already too late. The damage had been done and I wished I had prepared better. But that doesn't have to be the case for you. Because John Maxwell has solutions and answers for us in his new book, Leader Shift, which is all about how much you shift and change and adapt as a leader and what changes you might expect. Whether you are a leader now or you want to be a leader in the future, this information is valuable and trust me, you want to be prepared. Do not be like me, dear friend. Don't try to fix it when you're already in the heat of it. Know before you go and mess everything up by being a crappy leader. This show is all about preparation and how to prepare to be the best person you can be. These are the top three tips on being a good leader. Courtesy of our friend, Mr. John Maxwell. Number one is be a friend. Be a friend. There are three questions followers ask of their leader. Number one, do you like me? Number two, do you care for me? And number three, can you help me? To establish yourself as a leader, you have to establish yourself as a friend and a trustworthy friend. People intuitively draw themselves to people who care about them. And intuitively, they back up from those who don't seem to care about them. A leader begins by leading themselves correctly, then making sure that every day you're adding value to people. What are you doing that's helping others? Instead of, what are your followers doing to help you? This relationship is a basic, fundamental principle of business that people really don't talk about enough. This is the concept of conscious capitalism. A book I have mentioned before, which is a foundation of how I approach business. Conscious capitalism means putting people first. Always. Number two is be adaptable to change. Remember, John Maxwell's new book is called Leader Shift. Shift is the key word. We have to be flexible, fluid, and agile. John Maxwell wanted to write a book to help people with the speed of things and how they've picked up. You see, back in the 1980s, they didn't have any leadership books. They had management Books. It wasn't until the '90s when they started to write leadership books because you can't manage speed. All of a sudden, things started changing, and you could no longer just manage the same situation. Now you had to stop managing and start leading. Leadership came around in the 1990s, and now we have moved into another era called the leader shift era, where you have to be adaptable. You have to be quick to change. It is a fact that the first one that gets started probably will win the race. It's not the fastest one that wins the race. It's the one who starts first. Think of Uber and Google and Apple. When John Maxwell was coming up, you had an advantage if you could see more than others see. This is also called seeing the big picture. More than others see has been replaced with before others see. The leaders who are going to win are the ones who are quick and see it fast and decide and move with haste. There are changes that are coming. There are shifts that you will need to make so that you can seize the moment and take advantage. That is the goal of this show. My goal is to share and lead people to the right information so they can be ready for the changes that will inevitably come in life. We can be prepared for leadership the same way we can be prepared for other events in life like loss or trauma or wealth and abundance. We can educate and prepare ourselves so we are able to be our best selves and Every situation life throws our way. I am talking monk-like calmness, my friends. For me, the goal with all of this learning and personal development is to be aware and prepared for the hard times in life, for the challenges and struggles that we will go through for the shifts that we will have, for the pivots that we will have to make. Leadership is always changing, but now it is changing faster. It's important to remember that whatever you are doing as a leader, don't get too comfortable. You haven't arrived. There's no such thing as an arrival or a finish line. You haven't arrived. Therefore, understand that whatever you are doing, it can be done better. It can be done differently. There is always an answer, and there is usually more than one answer. You need to be very flexible in your leadership. John Maxwell says that you never lose your values and you never lose your purpose, but everything else is negotiable as you go along in your journey. What happens to us often is we don't have an awareness about these changes, and we end up getting blindsided by them. When you get blindsided by a change, our reaction is to stop, and do nothing. Meanwhile, other people who already knew about the change have advanced and moved forward and are now ahead of you solving bigger problems. They're on a, the 80-yard line, and they're going to win the race. If this race was always the same, ended up in the same place, we wouldn't need change. But the game is constantly changing, and we need to be ready for that change. We need to be flexible and adaptable. We need to be anti-fragile, as Nassim Talib puts it. The final leadership tip for you today is to remember that it is not a popularity contest. It is not a popularity contest. Sure, you're cute and sweet and fun, but that is not why we are here. John Maxwell says that instead of focusing on being a charismatic leader, be focused on delivering value to others first. The first responsibility of a leader is to make things better for people. Everything rises or falls on leadership. If leaders are good, everything rises. People get better. Countries get better. Schools get better. Life gets better. If leadership is not good, everything falls, and that leader pulls things down and pulls people down. You have witnessed both sides of this. The good leaders and the bad leaders. You know the exact feeling from a bad teacher or maybe you had a really great boss. Before we close up the show today, I just want to say that I love John Maxwell's old school ways. He has a style of teaching and communicating that is unparalleled. And I really enjoyed getting to know him better through researching him for the show. Check out his interview on The James Altucher Show if you are interested in learning more about what we discussed today. I will link it in the show notes. John Maxwell is our friend, dear listeners, and he is dedicated to helping us all do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you so much for listening. These tips on leadership would have really helped me a few years ago. I wish I would have learned this earlier before all of my mistakes. But now you have the keys. You have John Maxwell and you have the tools so that you can succeed and make the impact you want to make on the world. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast Join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.